All right, we're in. Welcome back, guys, to episode six. Today, I've got my first ever guest, um, special guest as well. First time we're really having a conversation today. Um, but here he is. It's Big Ali, uh, PT. Uh, if you want to say hello, mate. Yo, 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 what's going on? I First of all, Corey, <laughs> I want to say thank you for inviting me, man. This is my first ever podcast as well. And I'm telling yeah. you, when I, was com- when I was driving home, I was shitting bricks, mate. <laughs> mate i'm nervous i'm nervous that's the first time i've had somebody on as well so yeah but thank you very much the same boat. Come on, man no worries so we're gonna basically kick off real light-hearted chill us both out because we're probably both anxious yeah. um a couple of ice-breaking questions so i've only got five and then we'll dive straight into the uh the podcast itself um straight out the bat tell me your trigger food what's your biggest uh trigger food what do you overindulge on bro caribbean food 110%. Caribbean food. Bro, see me, um, so I grew up in Tottenham and all of my mates were like Jamaican or either Ghanaian or Nigerian or one of them. Yeah. One, of my, my, one of my neighbours was actually Jamaican and I used to stay at her house when my mum used to go work. So right, my, okay. I grew up on jerk chicken, man. Jerk chicken? Yeah. It's a good yeah. shout. Yeah, my, mine's uh, complete yeah. opposite. You're looking at just... What are you saying? Roast dinner? Nah, nah, not roast dinner, mate. You're, you're talking sort of chocolate, you're talking oh. evening ice cream, all that sort of, yeah, nasty stuff. But, you know, sweet tooth. Yeah, yeah. Right, next question. What was you doing before fitness? Before fitness? Um, so my before background... You, before is, you got into the industry. Yeah, so my background is uh, football. Um, so I played uh, two years here at Cambridge United. Uh, went abroad and played in Turkey for about seven years professionally. Wow. Um, but I stopped because I just I've had three cruciate ligament reconstructions. Okay. So my knees are messed, bro. Like proper, proper fucked. Um, yeah. Come back when 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 I had my second ACL, I come back uh, played here semi professionally. Um, stopped playing. My body just weren't feeling right. Um, didn't do anything for about two years. Um, wow. And then. I got a job at Next, and I worked at Next for like I think about five, six months. Mate, I hated it. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Do you not know respect to anyone, anyone out there that works in retail? I, I fully respect you, but it was just something that I knew that I couldn't do. Yeah. Um. So I just pulled out, and I didn't do anything for another like seven, eight months, um, until um. My good friend, Diren actually um, said to me, oh, why don't you go into the fitness industry? And he's basically the one that gave me the opportunity um, to get a job at fitness. And that's how it kind of Amazing. started off. Yeah. Wicked. Cool. All right. Next how question. Did you, how, did, how did you get into the industry? Uh, well, I've, same as you. I was playing football my whole life, uh, probably from around sort of four or five years old, just a local team, uh, all the way through to about 16 uh, just sort of like county level. Uh, I did actually pick up some trials for Arsenal and what and Watford, but they just never oh. really felt they never really fell through. Uh, it was just poor luck with the turnouts. Sort of being told I was going to training, but it was a game, and being the new kid, I just didn't really oh, get yeah. much service. So yeah, yeah, my luck ran out with football at about sixteen, and then I had one of my friends just nag on at me, like come to the gym, just try it out a little bit, and I was like putting it back, like nah wait same for me bro yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then it was like a free gym pass or something it went along got laughed yeah. at because I was probably in the tightest vest in the gym 
Nah, and, uh, not you. You weren't one of them guys. Yeah, man. I was wearing the great grey wife beater. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, couple of months went by, and then from there, I, I'd sort of got hooked. I grew a little bit of, grew some biceps, grew some triceps, and then from there, I just, I just rolled with it, really. Yeah. Right, good, yeah. Man. Crazy. Right. Next question. Um, one superpower. What would, what would it be? <sighs> one superpower. Um. I wish I had more time. Time. Good yeah, one. man. Like that. That's different. Definitely. A lot of people say, like, I don't know, disappear or flying around or whatever. But, yeah, time is probably the best power you honestly, have. Some, honestly, sometimes, man, you have a busy day and just yeah. there's not enough time. Or we, 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 get, we lose time and then, like, we can't... People don't realise how valuable time is. Mm. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, yeah, definitely time, man. Yeah, I think you've like, smashed that one there because it's it's a power that we can all possess as well, especially if you're in the industry yeah. where you are trading off time like us as PTs. You actually yes. you sort of honour it a little bit more and you value it a lot more. Um, yeah. So, yeah, rate that, definitely. Okay, yeah. Um, who was your idol when you was young, sort of growing up? <sighs> who was my idol when I was growing up? These are big, um, these are big questions to fire These are from big the questions, start. you know. I do apologise. <laughs> um, obviously, when I was younger playing football... Um, one of my idols mm. was Ronaldo. Yeah, same oh, nine, for me. Ronaldo. You know the striker Ronaldo. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Brazilian yeah, that, Ronaldo. That was, yeah, Brazilian oh, Ronaldo. All right, good shot. Yeah, yeah. For me, exactly the same football. Mine was CR7, though. I'm not gonna lie. Swear um, down. Yeah. Well, I, I supported Manchester growing up, and yeah, I, I sort of fell out of it. <laughs> I couldn't tell you where they finished. But yeah, you support Manchester United? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I say I support them, but I can tell you who plays for them or where they are now. Mate, nowadays. they're shocking at the moment. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard. Um, but yeah, like R10, sort of Ronaldinho, Cristiano Ronaldo, they were like idols for me. Definitely. Right, last question. Quick and simple one. Michael Adidas, who are you? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, yeah. Since, <laughs> since my mates, yeah, have been wearing Adidas, yeah. I've been kind of... It's mad how, like, people have impact on you when it comes to things like this. Like, yeah. I never... Before, back in the day, when I used to play football, I used to always wear Adidas boots. Then, for some reason, I just grab Adidas and I just, like, wear Nike. But then now the boys are all wearing Adidas. I'm looking at some of the trainers they're wearing, their tops. I'm like, they're quite nice, you know? Yeah. It, but then I'm like, they get it for free. So I'm like, fuck that, I'll buy Nike. Yeah, there you go. That's... Oh, Nike. Yeah, I'm wearing Nike at the moment. I like Nike, man. Nice. Yeah, I respect that. You? I'm Nike. Yeah, I'm Nike, Nike as well. I've had, I've had, I've owned like quite a lot of Adidas stuff, but for me, just again, my I think my football sponsor as a kid was like Nike, so I've always just stuck with them. Okay, Can't yeah, beat yeah. Nike, man. Oh, Nike is good, man. Hey, training gear is crazy, man. Proper good, man. So much out there. Yeah. All right, cool. So I'll let you basically take the mic for the next five minutes. Sort of tell us right, about cool. how you became a PT. I know we've sort of spilled the beans a little bit already. Um, yeah. But yeah, just your background in in general, and just give us a quick roundup in five minutes. Something. All right, cool. Um, getting into the industry. Um, like I said, since I stopped, once I stopped playing football, man, I was in a bad place. You know that when I stopped playing football, like proper, mm. proper bad place, man. For a good two years, man, I was like literally depressed. Think of it in this way: yeah, I was playing football at a good level, where like you're playing in front of like twenty, twenty-five thousand people, yeah. Wow. And then you come back home. And people are asking you, like, how's football going? And you're like, what? Like, you, you don't even want to answer. Yeah, like, yeah. It made me feel useless. You know what I mean? Like, I just felt like I, I haven't achieved anything in my life. Mm. Like, it, it was a mad feeling. Um, 
but since actually becoming a personal trainer um i actually feel like my life's worth something now if you know what i mean yeah definitely Um, because like i'm working with people now i'm trying to better people for the good um i'm still involved in sport if you know what i mean so i haven't gone out of sport i'm still trying to educate people um somehow but um yeah man so getting the job at fitness first was also very scary man becoming a personal trainer for anyone is actually like proper proper yeah. scary yeah um, it is jump, massively especially jumping in self-employed in this yeah. day and age at the moment is very scary if you haven't got if you haven't got the graft and the confidence to go up to people and talk to them on the gym floor mm. mate you're not going to last in this industry man yeah it's true you do have to be sort of brash and sort of confident with your approach yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. And you got, and you, and you got to be able to um, take it under the chin when someone tells you, "Don't yeah. really want to talk to you, mate." Can you just go away? Yeah, you need to accept it, move on. Oh, mate! One time <laughs> when I was talking to someone, when I first become a PT, um, I went up to someone on the roll one time, and I just tried to just tried to talk to him, be like, "Oh, hey, how you doing?" The first thing he said was, "Can you just go away, please? I'm rowing." No, oh, savage. Mate, that cut my heart open. So, so was that how it sort of worked for you? You sort of picked up your cert straight into fitness first. You had the interview, and, yeah, and it was so like, right, went, you have yeah. to swim and survive now. Yeah. So basically, when I first started at fitness first, um, I started as a, as a fitness consultant. So I was taking okay. classes. So I'd done that for about two and a half months. I got the job, and then um, two and a half months after, um, Darren had come back from Australia, and he come and met me, um, and went out for a coffee, and he said to me. How's it going? I said, yeah, man, it's good. And like, I was confident because I'll take once you start doing classes and that, your confidence starts getting better. You start growing in yeah, confidence. Yeah. You're like, teaching a lot of people. Um, he said to me, all right, cool. Um, you're ready now. I said, what? He said, you're ready to jump into PT. There's me thinking, £230 a week rent. <laughs> I'm thinking, what? Yeah, no, crazy. I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm like, that's a lot of money. Like, I haven't even got any clients yet and you want me to jump into PT. Do you know what he said to me, which is really funny? What did he, he say? He looked at me, he looked at me and said, Ali, you're Turkish. We know how to sell. <laughs> <laughs> mate, when he Love said that. that to me, something just switched on in my head. That's what you need in life, mate. You need these people around you just to give you that kick. That's mate, amazing. Sometimes when you don't believe in yourself, yeah. believe, sometimes when you don't believe in yourself, if you have people around you that actually believe in you, man, that, that uh, actually makes you believe, tip, man, hundred percent, bro. Wicked story, yeah. Well, yeah. for for me, like, I picked up my cert, and I've got quite a fun story because I was sort of like right. PTing people on the sly <laughs> in like a Nuffield Health. Oh, um, you was that PT? That I was PT? that PT, man. Yeah, I was that guy. So basically, pay I used your rent. To, pay I, your rent. Yeah, I used to sit there and say to the PTs, like, "Listen, it's all experience. I'm not building a business." But I was taking cash outside the front of the gym, gym no. the gym door. <laughs> but oh, the thing is, after that, I knew, I, well, I fell into it because I just found a job of just being a membership advisor. It's sort of what I do now, sort of still yeah. part-time, 20 hours a week. I still do that. Still is like a bit of a safety net for me. I just yeah, haven't yeah. fully left that. Yeah. Um, but we was opening the club that I work at now, which is just an anytime fitness franchise. And it yeah. sort of built my my sort of sales skills for personal training without what? me even realizing. Yeah. Okay. So we, we had two, three months without a gym and we had to get out in the street and sell it. 
So yeah. we had like pop-up stands. We had people just walking past. And we would just Hold on, Corey. Do you own this gym? No, I don't own this gym. I no, was no. going to say you've gone clear. <laughs> All those Nuffield PT clients. Got my own club. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. I'm not an owner, not an owner. But so I was just talking to people out in the street. I was like, yes, look at the club. Sort of like, come in, free trials, check it out. And then from there, as soon as the gym opened, and I was like, right, I can now actually start becoming a personal trainer, like legitimately. Yeah. Um, then I could just already talk to people again and just because I built it over the last well, three months so it kind of worked in my favour a little bit by me just yeah. opening a club for them yeah. me to fall into personal training and that's still what I'm doing to this day Was you scared when you took your first session bro? Because I was uh, shitting bricks Mate, big time, yeah <laughs> I mean I mean, a year went so quick for me because you just like you're learning all these things and like how do I do a movement screen and all these sort of things. And uh, I remember looking back on my first training diary to my first ever client session, and I was just yeah. like, "Oh my goodness, what was I thinking?" That poor lady. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I was nervous. I still get nervous now when I when I'm approached like not as much, but like if if you have somebody yeah. that you've never worked with and you know that oh, they've got an injury that I've never seen before. They've just got a certain okay, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's a new yeah, challenge. Yeah. Um, my first ever client, and I remember literally going into the toilet, yeah, and, yeah. Right, and literally sitting there writing my session plan. And when I got out, <laughs> when, when I got out, I didn't do one exercise that was on the session plan. <laughs> That's it. It's it's crazy how things sort of change. Like I'm 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 much more laid back with my clients now. Like I'll have a laugh with them straight off the bat. Yeah. Um. Explain like the importances on like day one, but just keep it really simple for them. Like I remember coming out with all the like the scientific shit about sort of how muscles work and yeah. the reasoning behind doing a squat and fifty positives from doing it, and people just look straight through you like. Hundred. Hundred percent. Doesn't sit with you. Yeah. Hundred percent. The, I being in the industry, what I've realized is that, like, as much as like you can be the best coach ever, yeah. but if you have no personality um, and you don't really click with your client, regardless yeah. of how much you know, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, I think there's just so much out there, but it always goes back to basics. Like this, the simpler something is, the more effective it's going to be. And I think the last sort of that, two yeah. years, a lot of people are bringing that into play. Whether it's making social media more simplistic for the view for the viewer, making coaching on the gym floor easier for your clients, like people are just grasping things much more, um, and it's, it seems definitely. to be working out working out well for, the thing, for all of us. Yeah, definitely. The thing is, like, even on Instagram, if you look, everyone has like the same message they're trying to give, but it's just mm. everyone trying to give it. Who's going to give it of give it in a better way? Yeah, for someone to understand. And yeah, whoever's got more personality, do you know what I mean? Because we, we're all kind of like talking about the same thing. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. It depends on how we put the message across. Mm. I think that's the cool thing about it, though. Like, it's always chopping and changing. There's new ideas being chucked out. It's different, different ways that the message can be sent. Um, but, yeah, we're all in the same boat together, really. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Is there anything that you'd sort of wish you had known when starting out as a trainer that you would, like, tell yourself sort of back then, today or anything that you've learned that's been a, like a dramatic change in your coaching because you said right that you've only been a PT for what a year and a half year and a half yeah how old are you now um 29 in two weeks 20 you're 29 in two weeks yeah like, man I know I look ne- young Corey you don't <laughs> mate you do look like young 
It's because I'm short. Is that what you think? <laughs> no, no, no. No short jokes here. <laughs> um, yeah. 29. So you've been doing it for a year and a half. Wow. Yeah, year and a half. Okay, cool. Man, it's gone so quick, though. I can't believe it's been a year and a half since I've been PTing. Yeah. Honestly, I can't. Um, I, I, did, I knew it was going to be hard, um, but I didn't know that the hustle never stops as a personal trainer. That's so true. I, like the thing is, like, cool. You're a trainer. You have clients, but to retain them, to be on top of like emails, to be on top of bro, videos, like you're much more than a trainer, aren't you? Bro, it, it's honestly, honestly, it, you're. I'm, you, you know, we say, oh, we're working. Um, yeah, uh, more six thirty in the morning, and we finish mm. at five. No, we yeah. don't. No, we're man. Always, we're work. always working. This is probably with you as well. When you're like in bed, like sitting, or do you know what I mean? You're always trying to think of different. Yeah, it drives me mad, if I'm honest. Planning your sessions, like, the, the the grind never stops. Yeah. Yeah, so true. I'm always thinking about sort of the next email, the next social media post. 100%. Um, I, like, the recent holiday, I just sacked it off seven days, came away from it. Yeah. And I was, I was just excited to get back into it again. And you definitely need those times. Like, I'm, I'm going to start introducing, like, just one day a week where I'm just not on socials as much yeah. just because your audience sort of will then appreciate you a little bit more, I feel. Like, because I had seven days off and people were like, Corey, are you, are you okay? Are you, are you dead? Or you, what's going on? Um, and like I say, you get a chance to chill out a little bit. Your audience gets the chance to appreciate what you do for them a little bit more, yeah. which is quite, quite rewarding. It's funny, you, it's funny you say that because I went to um, Phil Graham's seminar mm. a couple of weeks back and yeah. he actually touched on that same subject. Saying yeah, that really. Too much, some people can actually think like, oh, mate, not him again. Oh, not another video. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. They can get quite complacent yeah. with just having Definitely. you there all the time. So. Definitely. His, his seminar was amazing, by the way. Yeah, bro, I need to go and check him out. Bro, need to need to go soon. One of the things he said was this: when it comes to like um, hustling, um, mm. even as PTs, when even when we got enough clients and you're fully booked, say you're fully booked, you should never even stop the hustle then, because you never know. Tomorrow you might wake up and two, three of your clients might go, "Sorry, Ali, but I'm going away. Yeah. I won't be around for a year." Or I'm going away, or I've picked up this injury and I won't be able to train no more. Or my dad's ill, my mum's ill. Um, so yeah. that's why 100%. And he said, um, the moment you're winning is the moment you'll be wiped out. And I was like, right. Yeah, it makes you think. Like the busier, yeah. the busier you get in anything that you do, do you know what I mean? The more the more stresses it's going to bring. But we all want to be busy and successful. But you've got to understand if you yeah. can even handle that. Yeah, 100%. Um, do you have any like, do you have any sort of like goals while you're in the industry? I know it's like for me and you, we're still early birds. Like for me, yeah, three, four years, yourself, year and a half. I know we probably haven't really got ourselves established. We've got the credentials yeah. or figured, figured anything out yet. We're just doing our, our own thing. Yeah. But have you got like your own marks? I know like you're very much into your sport and your performance and stuff. Would you ever want to fall into the route of training footballers for that sport or anything like that? Yeah, I have thought about it. I have thought about it. Um, but, mm. you know, when it comes to sports-specific training, right. man, there's so much to learn. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I've got a mentor um, that I go sometimes to train with um, in London, uh, Nick Garcia. 
I yeah. learned a lot of stuff from him and he's uh, specialised in sports performance. Man, some of the things he tells me is ridiculous, Corey. Mm. There's a lot of knowledge uh, behind training athletes. Mm. Um, it's something that I'm interested in and hopefully I can get round to. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite competitive as well, isn't it? Like, imagine yeah. getting involved at a club or oh, yeah. <clears throat> working with athletes they want, like a, a coach that they can rely on, somebody who's got a bit of experience as well. Have you ever thought about doing it? Yeah, well, falling into CrossFit, I used to be the, the whole bodybuilding scheme and things and just yeah. trying to train for the mirror but then just falling into crossfit over the last two years you understand performance just naturally because you're around the coaches and they just yeah. educate you on how to squat the biomechanics and and all this performance related stuff yeah. and you just pick it up naturally but yeah for me when i have i've got two clients of mine that just want to train crossfit they okay. don't want to they don't care how they look or anything like that and it's quite refreshing because i get to coach and teach them new skill sets like yeah. i'm never going to have doris do a handstand push-up but i've got somebody that i can start training that towards 100%. Um, and it's just all these different sort of modalities that i can bring into play and for me i'm like oh you know what i actually i'm quite passionate about training somebody other than yeah. the mirror yeah mate, um, you've been doing this crossfit i'll be i've been watching mate you love it isn't it yeah, if, for me, I'm just like going back to just being a fidget. Like, if I do yeah. my three sets to 10 now, I get bored in between sets. <laughs> do you know? What I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I'm on my phone or I'm like just, I'm waiting a minute or so before I go back in. Like, with the whole CrossFit thing, it's three, two, one, go. And then yeah. it's just a workout. But it's it's not everyone's cup of tea. Like, I, I, I'm not the trainer to brush it off onto anyone unless they ask me that they want to do it. Okay, yeah. But um, normally when yeah, normally from, when you train, do you try train CrossFit style? Even when you're training, yeah, I, I I blend it up. I'm I'm so sort of hit and miss with training on what I want to do. But for me, it's sort of like eighty percent CrossFit and then twenty percent whatever I fancy. Okay, yeah, whether yeah. that's just weightlifting. I've recently yeah. gone into swimming. I'll go for a run, okay. or um, I'll just go go back to my roots and do like just a bodybuilding bro session or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know when I train, is that, is that... you know when I train, I, I'm only in the gym for about 45 minutes. I just super yeah. set everything for me. Saves so yeah. much time. And I don't really split Definitely. and do like a chest day or like, yeah. I don't really, I, I mean, I just, just, just do about eight to 10 exercises. That's it. Just high frequency. Well, like, people get yeah. so much more from that. It's two birds yeah. and one stone really, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Is there like, any advice that you would give to somebody who's new to the gym, like just some golden nuggets or anybody that's listening to this now and is like, right, I've yeah. never had a personal trainer. I'm yeah. listening to two personal trainers. Yeah. Sort of what is the best bit of advice or just some useful knowledge that they could apply from listening to this podcast? Don't be scared to lift weights. Yeah. That's definitely a golden nugget. Because people that come into the gym and never been to the gym before, they mm. like you say, they, they have this thing where they think, oh, if they lift weights, I'm going to get massive Man, you should never think mm-hmm. that, man. Definitely. Yeah. Well, that's that's one of the golden things because I've I've picked up a lot of clients where they've just been like just on the or just on the cross trainer or been on mm. the treadmill. There's nothing wrong with it, like do you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with running or doing cardio, but um, yeah, weight training, as you know, is always essential, man. Yeah, man, hundred percent. I think when I see people on the cross trainer or the treadmill, thing is half the time I know they're not they're not knowing what they're doing because they're on the cross trainer running backwards. Yeah, 100%. 100%, 100%. <laughs> um, but it's the safety net and I totally get that yeah. because if you stand on a machine, there's no way you can look silly. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. So you go up to these people, you ask them what their name is, how, how they are and what they're training for, then you can really sort of educate them and, and just give them something that's worthwhile whilst they're there. 
because the hardest thing to do is chuck your gym shoes on, leave your house, come down to the gym. Yeah. Um, once you're in there, you've just got to enjoy it and just yeah. have a bit of direction. The majority of people um, that I've trained um, have, that have never done weights before, it's just, it all comes down to confidence. They're not mm. confident enough to go into the weights area, pick up a dumbbell and do an exercise because they, they feel like people are looking at them because they're not doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's where we come into play. And um, I reckon, hands down, building confidence is is literally more important than anything else for me. That's personally mm. for me. I don't yeah. know. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, no, I agree. I think if you can if you can own anything in your life and be confident in it, then you're going to pursue it and you'll get better at it, right? So people coming in with just unconfident of looking silly, exactly. they kind of just need to be aware that everyone's been where they've been. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like oh, yeah. me and my me and my grey vest, I didn't have oh, a clue mate. what I was doing. Oh mate, if you walked into my gym today, I'll, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll get ripped. I'll absolutely get ripped. But yeah. but like what I said to somebody else before, I was like, everyone in the gym could do with a helping hand, even the personal trainers. From my example is if you was to come and coach me, I would definitely learn a thing or two and vice versa. Oh, definitely. And definitely. it's the reason why Olympic athletes still have coaches. They are the elite, elitist in what they do, but yeah. they're still not perfect. There's always something that they can do better with, whether it's technique changes, form changes, whatever. Definitely. Um, and it's the same for somebody who's coming in for the first ever time. Like if you're aware that you're coming into a facility or an environment where everyone has to be open to learning and looking a bit silly, then I think the pressure is a lot less put upon you because people look at the free weight section like, they know what they're doing. I don't. I'm not going down there. It's like, no, that's not the case. To be honest with you, all my stuff that mostly I've learned from being like training with people that are better than me. Mm, Yeah, um, I think that I think that personal trainers um, will benefit more by training with people that are better than them, better coaches than them, and leaving their ego aside and going and training with people. Because I've learned yeah. all my stuff of people that have been mentoring me for since I've started. Um, mm. And there's nothing wrong with that. But some people think it's a little bit like, does personal trainer have a personal trainer? Well, if you really want to become really good at this business, you should be training with people yeah. that are better than you. Yeah, definitely agree. Our best coaches always had a coach above them. So yeah. There you go. All right, so we're going to keep this sort of short and sweet. It was awesome just to hear your story and hear your thoughts um, as a coach in the industry. It's quite refreshing to have somebody to just speak the same topic about and get the same opinion on. Um, how, have you, how have you found it sort of today, getting your voice out there? Mate, I really enjoyed it. I just want to thank you for having me on the show, man. Um, to be honest with you, I was nervous when I first started, but now I'm relaxed. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah it is yeah. one of those things. You sort of yeah. relax into it. It's like I'm yeah. just talking to you over yeah, a WhatsApp 100%. call. Yeah, 100%, man. Thank you so much. Um, but, dude, I'll, we'll catch up in the future. I know Saturday's coming around, so I'll see yep. you then. Yeah, see you then. Um, and, and like always, best of luck with your business and your clients and, and whatever you do for, you. The, for the rest Thank of the you. industry. Thank you. You too, man. I'll see you soon. Right, guys. Hope you enjoyed right. that, and I'll catch you on the next one.